It is another Saturday in CCL, and when we have a wine chat with our friend Jack Farrell from Haskell's. Good morning, Jack. Hi there, Denny. How are things going? Things are going well. I look at that uh, forecast, and I say, doggone it, we're going to be above, above freezing today. I'll take it. <laughs> yes, and <laughs> gladly at that. See, I thought I would talk a little bit today about uh, vodka and Russia and all the travail in the world. Uh, as you're probably aware, uh, since the Ukrainian uh, intervention by the Russians, over 13 states have banned Russian vodka. And it's kind of funny because those states are very, some of them are very populous, like Texas and Ohio, and some are small, like New Hampshire and North Carolina, etc. But they've all banned Russian vodka. Now, what does that consist of? Everybody that's listening to me probably said, well, it's Stolichnaya. Well, no, Stolichnaya is owned by a British corporation and isn't even made in Russia. It's made in Latvia. Uh, and, uh, you know, vodka is a very interesting thing, I think. Less than one and a half percent of all vodka sold in the United States is Russian vodka. And we sell a lot of vodka in the United States. We sell over. It's our number one selling spirit by far. Nothing is even close. And we sell almost 80 million cases a year. Uh, approximately 24 percent of all beverage alcohol is vodka. Our number one is Tito's. Tito's just this last year nosed out Bacardi as the number one alcoholic brand in the United States. And Tito's is made in Texas. Uh, the Russian vodka, if you want to uh, not drink Russian vodka, it would be Hammer and Sickle, Russian Standard, Beluga, and Zir, Z-Y-R. Those are all Russian vodkas that are made in Russia, etc. Smirnoff which incidentally is a Russian name that uh, the Smirnov family was in pre-Tsarist times uh, in Russia, were big providers of spirits. However, today it's made in Illinois, and it's also owned by a British conglomerate. There's another vodka, New Amsterdam, which is owned by the Gallo family. Now you want to boycott something Russian, boycott Pabst Breer. Pabst is owned by a Russian oligarch, and uh, so it's kind of tricky today with the big international companies, etc. Uh, some people who are honestly trying to make a difference and boycott a brand, you might be boycotting an American brand. Again, those brands of Russian vodka are Hammer, Hammer and Sickle, Russian Standard, Beluga, and Zir, Z-Y-R. Uh, Smirnoff and Stolichnaya are not even owned by Russian companies, and neither one of them are made in there. Uh, Stolichnaya, as I said, is made in Latvia. Smirnoff is made in the state of Illinois. But, you know, vodka is a very popular thing in the United States. And this has come a long way because 50, 60 years ago, uh, you'd be hard-pressed to find any vodka, much less have it be a, a, a beverage that is like almost a quarter of all alcoholic beverages sold in the United States. It's an amazing thing. Uh, it, vodka originally had to be made without distinctive character, aroma, taste, or color. Well, eventually, 
vodkas were imported from all over the world, and that uh, significant variations in aroma, mouthfeel, color, everything changed. And finally, the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms, isn't that a funny organization, runs the alcohol business in the United States. Tobacco and firearms are all put in the same category. But they changed that uh, just a couple years ago that a spirit can have a distinctive flavor and taste. And it's good they did that because vodkas are made from all sorts of different uh, grains and even sugar. Uh, anything that can be fermented, you can make vodka out of. Uh, a lot of vodkas are made with uh, rye, the, the grain rye. Uh, Polish vodkas are generally rye. As a matter of fact, vodka isn't even a Russian name. Vodka is a Polish name for water of life. And it's interesting uh, with water of life, you know, France makes all sorts of eau de vies, which are, again, water of life. Uh, that people drink and they make it out of raspberries and strawberries and pears and almost anything that makes an eau de vie in France. And But it's all water of life. Uskaba, which is a uh, Gaelic word, water of life. And that's where we get our word whiskey from, Uskaba. It, it's, like I say, a Gaelic uh, water of life. Vodka is Polish for water of life. So it's kind of interesting that this vodka has gotten so popular. They make a vodka in Poland originally where they put buffalo grass in it, and it was said to be the Viagra of the last century. That buffalo grass uh, did fellas supposedly a lot of good. Of course, if you had too much uh, Zabrowska, which is buffalo grass in Polish. Uh, too much Zabrowska, uh, that was unfortunate. But at any rate, there are, vodkas are totally different today because they do have flavor. And <clears throat> as soon as, you know, when I got into this business a long, long time ago, the only vodka that was available was Smirnoff. And again, it was an American company made in the United States, had nothing to do with Russia whatsoever. But uh, out in California in the late 50s, early 60s, they just, uh, one fellow put together a drink because he had some uh, vodka and he had uh, uh, copper cups and he had ginger beer. And he called it the Moscow Mule, and it became the sensation of the Hollywood set, and the rest is history. It caught on across the United States very quickly, and all of a sudden everybody was drinking Moscow Mules, and vodka was becoming a beverage uh, of choice for a lot of people. Uh, a couple of vodkas that have their roots in Minnesota are Belvedere and Chopin, were started by Eddie Phillips, who's the grandson of Jay Phillips, who started the Phillips Wholesale Company back uh, right after Prohibition in '34, and uh, they this, uh, wonderful premium vodkas, Belvedere and Chopin. They've long since sold them, and they're owned by again big international conglomerates. But uh, 
the vodkas are so different depending on where they're made. Wheat vodkas have a sweet note. Uh, they're much less sweet than corn-made vodkas. Absolute, which is made in Sweden. Grey Goose from France. Kettle One, the Netherlands. Deneka, which is made in Denmark. Pinnacle Vodka are all wheat vodkas, and they all come from those different countries. You know, the uh, interesting things about vodka is it has a, a neutral flavor, but now they strive for having a little bit of flavor and the varieties of vodka that are made around the world. Uh, so different. Uh, as I said, that Zabrovka has buffalo gas and uh, grass in it, and you know many vodkas are flavored with the most popular one in the entire world is honey. They flavor the vodka with honey, and it's it kind of neat. Uh, vodka is traditionally drunk neat, which is not mixed with water, ice, or mixers, and it's served ice cold. The vodka belt uh, that's a lot, whole bunch of countries. Uh, Estonia, Finland, Iceland, Lithuania, Norway, Poland, Russia, Sweden, and the Ukraine are considered the vodka belt, and they make vodka and drink vodka a lot of it. And you wouldn't think you could drink much more than we do with drinking 25%, but in some of those countries, of the beverage alcohol that's drunk there, about uh, 50%, 60% is vodka. And like I say, vodka has an interesting history, uh, it, and that wonderful water of life idea. The word vodka originally showed up in the early 1700s in a Polish um, alchemist book uh, that he referred to uh, vodka being a drink that you could make. And there's lots of uh, different stories on the root, but basically... The main story is vodka is the water of life. And it's been produced absolutely for hundreds and hundreds of years. And, you know, we even have uh, Everclear, which is kind of a takeoff on uh, hooch or booze that people make in their backyards, uh, is really kind of a form of vodka. And uh, as I mentioned, Vodka's name is really kind of noble, and the different vodkas that they make today make it very fun to try all sorts of them. Uh, you know, whether they're made from wheat or rye or corn or potatoes, uh, everyone seems to think if you ask somebody, well, of course, vodka's made from potatoes. Not really. Only about 20% of all the vodkas are made from potatoes, and in my opinion, I think those are the best vodkas they have really interesting flavor that never could be achieved with grain vodkas. Another thing they do is they filter uh, vodkas, and it depends on how many times they filter it, how many times they distill it. And, you know, you've got, like you say, vodkas from all over the world. It's interesting that a guy down in Texas, Tito, all of a sudden was able to overcome all of that. Tito's is a relatively new brand in the last 25, 30 years. And that, just imagine, that is the number one selling uh, vodka in the whole United States. And while we don't consume a lot of vodka in the United States on a worldwide category, 
it's our most popular beverage. And you'd think we were more a whiskey-drinking country. And uh, as I said, when I started out in this business, vodka was a, not even a factor. Uh, they had Smirnoff vodka, and that was about it. And they'd have private label vodkas that people would have, and that doesn't count. You know, internationally, a well-known brand, there's over a thousand brands of vodka, and uh, it is just remarkable that it's such an interesting uh, liqueur. And the best part about it, in my opinion, is it's so adaptable. You know, if you're making a, di- a drink, vodka is a good base because it hasn't got a lot of flavor and won't overpower the drink. You can the whatever you add to it becomes the uh, most important part of the drink. If you're having, uh, you know, vodka and tonic or vodka and ginger beer and as a Moscow mule, which I said was, you know, the real reason it got popular, Swedish vodka is enormously popular in the United States. And uh, <clears throat> maybe it's because, at least in Minnesota, we have so many Swedes. But uh, vodka, again, in those vodka chain area, which I mentioned, kind of go along the northern part of Europe, uh, they all drink vodka, and they drink it neat, and they drink it ice cold. Very often they'll bring the vodka out, and it's frozen in ice. And sometimes the ice that's frozen has flowers in it and all that. It's very attractive. But be careful when you go to somebody's house who drinks vodka like that, if they open the bottle, no one can go home until the bottle's empty. So you have to be kind of careful when you're <laughs> drinking vodka. All right. Well, I'll tell you what, if you're in the market for all sorts of vodkas or wines, whatever the case may be, your first choice always has to be Haskell's. Indeed. We have over 100 different types of vodka. At the present, no Russian. Uh, but we have vodka, and we have all sorts of your favorite spirits. A lot of people think Haskell's is just a wine shop because uh, we are best known around the world for our selection of wines and that sort of thing. But if you're planning to some event and you need a special wine, stop in and see the folks at Haskell's. If you need a special vodka, they can help you there, too. There's a Haskell's near you where you can save big dollars on wine. There's a Haskell's in Bloomington, Excelsior, Faribault. Our super seller up in Maple Grove is not to be believed. It's so big. There's in downtown Minneapolis, we have free parking on Saturday and Sunday. There's a Haskell's at Ridgedale, Plymouth, St. Paul's Highland Village, Stillwater, White Bear Lake. In downtown Minneapolis, we have free parking on Saturday and Sunday. There's Haskell's at Ridgedale, Plymouth, St. Paul's Highland Village, Stillwater, White Bear Lake, and Woodbury, too. If you can't come into Haskell's, go to Haskell's.com. And don't forget, we do deliver, and we are the wine people. Fantastic. All right. Thanks so much, Jack. Let's talk again next week. You know, Denny, I'm going to look forward to that. Jack Farrell from Haskell's.